Ready? Steady! Let's go! Whee! Where are we going, Noah? To Hollywood, Brett. What for? It's the great Hollywood adventure. But I'm scared. Don't worry. We're going to have lots of guests along the way. Like the Wizard of Oz? Even better. Yay! Let's, Let's get, get the, the show, show started. Hey, what up? I'm Brett. And I'm Noah. And today we have a great interview coming up with Tamina Sunny. That's she, right. We uh, we met her through our friend Darren, who was on the podcast earlier. Right. And she is a very uh, well-worked uh, actress. Um, Children of Men was one of her first credits. Uh, CSI, NCIS, The Following, Battle Creek, CSI, Cyber, uh, Mistresses. I mean, she's been on a lot of stuff. The Newsroom. Yeah, we go through a whole bunch of really good, valuable um uh, tips and tricks, tips and trick tri- tricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get a lot of good tips and tricks, and then she's also like giving some really valuable insight about like how to survive in Hollywood if you're moving in from another country. This is like yes. really good visa information, right. um, working information, and and basically you know pre pre gaming all that stuff before you even get here. Right. So if you're from Texas, hey, it's like a, a whole other country out there too, yeah, right? You might need that uh, that visa as <laughs> right, well. Right. So, cool. Listen up. It's it's a badass episode, and I think you're going to love it. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, Welcome to the Great Hollywood Adventure. I'm Brett. And I'm Noah. Yes, and today we are here with Tamina Sunny. Yay. Woo. Welcome, Tamina. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for joining us on the Great Hollywood Adventure. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We're, like, so excited to to get started with this again. It's We had a little bit of a hiatus from season one, and now we're, like, f- so fired up to to get going with season two here. Um, and yeah, thank you for, for being on the show. Yeah. So, um, Tamina, you are an established actress. And have worked on quite a few amazing, amazing shows. Um, tell us a little bit about like kind of like maybe how you got started into acting and, and kind of what's... And how you came here to your professional career. Um, yeah. So it's a bit, bit of a strange story, really, because um, coming from an Indian family, it was really pushed to have academic subjects so anything to do with the arts, drama, music, anything in that realm wasn't really a career path that I would have ever thought that I would have gone down. And so after I finished college or university and with a degree in computing and business and marketing and all that kind of hullabaloo, I ended up going into the corporate world and happily working as a marketing executive and just this bizarre day uh, I was just sort of like really kind of like thinking that there was I wanted more I loved the job that I was doing but I just didn't feel completely satisfied by it right and I met an acting agent and we had a conversation and he asked me to read some material and I had no idea what I was doing it doing so I just read the material and he was like I really like what you've done can I look after you and be your agent and just see how it goes for you to be an actress. Right. I thought he was absolutely bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, yeah, do you want to give me my leg back? Stop pulling it kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Was that in LA or was that back no, in No, that was in England. Wow. So after a few weeks of thinking about it, I thought, why not? Like, just why not try something different? And so I said yes. And then I went into this world of auditioning and learning about what you're supposed to do being an actor. Because I had no yeah. idea. Right. And, and uh, from, from a corporate corporate world right. to, to this, this creative 
it's a, it's like a Not completely creative, new frontier. But just the way that I mean, through the years, it's like I've learned. You know, it's all about the way that you market yourself, present yourself, and you know, at the end of the day, you really are a product. Right. So um, I kind of started equating it to sort of the business theory models that I learned when I was when I was studying. Wow. Um, and I realized that I had no idea what I was doing with the whole sort of creative side of it. So right. I just put myself into so much training, working with different acting teachers, just trying to understand what this what this world is and how to be able to step into it to be able to do well. And so we, I started auditioning and I'm not going to lie, I would just keep on landing flat on my face because it's really funny. It's like the more close that you are to yourself and the more, it's always funny because like your reps always say, you know, be yourself. And you're like, right. I mean, like I've got to create a character. I've got to do this, that, or the other. And really it was more the essence of, you know, just be you. And, and I never really understood that for the longest time. Right. Um, so I just immersed myself into work with like loads of teachers and, and felt that I was so behind with what everybody else was in the stages of the age that I was, that it was like, oh my God, I've got a lot of catch up. And one of the first earlier projects that we landed together was Children of Men. Um, okay. Working with the wow. director Alfonso Cuaron and actors Julianne Moore and Clive Owen. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad it's first project. It's not a bad first project. Um, I remember being on set a lot and just watching and digesting what everyone was doing and how the crew were interacting together. And, and it was really like an acting lesson on set that what I learned there was just invaluable. And I realized that I have absolutely no idea about how the process works that I just I wanted to use what I learned there and take it further. So I decided to come out to L.A. and study with some acting teachers out in L.A. And then I fell in love with L.A. And so I worked very, very hard to be able to do what I needed to do to to stay out here, which obviously meant um, embarking on on the whole visa situation and getting reps out here and and sort of starting a journey. Right. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you something. So you basically came from a very, very, very structured professional world, and then you basically jumped into a very, very unstructured artistic world. Um, now, you had said something to that before where you said you, you used what you knew and threw that into your acting. So how did you, you know, how did you incorporate some of that stuff? Well, you know, the way that I see it is that your reps sell you. They pitch you. And that's definitely a form of, of, of a business tool, um, depending how great your reps are in terms of, of how they sort of sell you, gives you the first step into the doorway of being able to audition. So really, it's very much about the tools of you being an actor is, is how you're marketed and how your tools are. So, you know, like I feel social media is very, very important. I feel that um, having a website, always having tools like your demo reel and all, all sort of various tools to be able to pitch you so your team has it is vital. Because when you yeah. think about it, it's like there's so many actors. It's like when you go into a supermarket and there's so many brands of chocolates, but there's going to be some that are going to like stand out. 
And so the way that it's branded, the way that it's marketed, the way that it's like, it's shelved, etc. There's a lot of thought process that's gone behind it to be able for you to to go. Oh, I'm going to have that. And yeah, I feel you want to be that, that chocolate know, that that someone wants to put in their mouth. You know, right. you want to be the Hershey Kiss. <laughs> any industry, it really is like you have a product, and you know, it's very much about how it's it's pushed and how how it's visually seen and all the energy that goes behind it I feel is very very important and of course it's about your talent as well because obviously you know you can have loads of opportunities but without really having the talent to be able to secure these opportunities then it's it you know it doesn't mean anything Right. Yeah. And I think, I think maybe for in, in your case, like going and seeing that um, and having that background and then diving into the training, it was like, you know, you were basically thrown into the lion's den and send, and, and realize that, wow, this is the level that I need to be playing at. So, so if I can, if I want to have that, yeah, I can't just be a pretty package. I need to it's go out like and you've get gotta all that have, training. Yeah. Got to have the depth to be able to, you know, just pull it out of the bag, just whatever color that that a director or, or, or casting director when you're in the auditioning process once being able to to conjure up and that definitely takes some skill and I used to be so jealous about people who went to drama school and and were able to spend years just perfecting and learning and um I still kind of do in a way uh, <laughs> the yeah. experiences that they all had because uh yeah a lot of my friends just had like the best time at acting um at drama school and I'm like Nice. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm a true believer that like, you know, all the experiences that we have in life lead us to the point we are in right now. So I, like I would say that you had a very good path before, you know, going to where you came from, you know, or to where yeah, you are absolutely. now. Absolutely. It's, it's, I definitely feel, you know, this is to anybody. It's true. It's like you get to where you get to, but you know, you've always been on a journey and all the things that you've learned, you don't just feel forget about it, you utilize it because it makes right. you more, just makes you more sort of, gives you more depth and yeah. more wisdom. So on, you know, as we're composed of all of these memories and these experiences that we have, you know, and it shapes kind of who we are at the moment. And is there, is there a movie that you can reference? Because we're the great Hollywood adventure. We love to talk about movies and yeah. <laughs> especially the movies that are inspirational or that have left an impact. Um, is there a movie that you can remember that you want to share with us today? That's especially like a scene from a movie that you can that just impacted you, impactful. Yeah. Um, I did a movie, and it was an independent movie, and it was called Amazing Love, and I filmed that in Israel. And just being in Israel and filming because it was a, a more of a biblical tale, and filming in in the place Nazareth was definitely a very spiritual experience as well because it just sort of rounded up almost like stepping back in time. And there was such a, um, an interesting theme for the, for the movie that it definitely sort of opened my eyes to what we learn when we play a character and when we're in a, and when we're in a project, because it's really about, you know, what you get out of it as well. It's not, you're stepping into a, a, a make-believe world, an imaginary world. And it's, and you have moments in that time and space. And um, uh, I just had such an amazing time filming in Israel and the experience that I had with this character and, and what I sort of gained that what I took away from it. I was like, wow, this is quite magical. That was the only word I can describe, magical. Awesome. Is there a, is there a particular scene in there that you would say is the, the one that you 
call your favorite? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Just describe the scene for us. Like, like we want to see it uh, over the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a scene in it because I, I guess sort of, um, you know, back in the day, and I'm talking sort of like in times of BC, it was like you were either good or you were bad. And if you were bad, then you were going to be either sold as a slave or stoned or something like that. And there was a really powerful scene in there where it just shows the crowd sort of hating me because of not really understanding or relating to the behavior that the character had. And so it was a powerful scene because it kind of felt like, my gosh, like this could have, this could have been real, Mm. you know? And it sort of just felt very sort of, it felt very, but it definitely resonated and haunted me. Right. I think we're so lucky and we're so blessed to be able to live in, you know, the, where we are in this time that we are right now. And it's, it's something that, you know, where, can, where one can be accepted. Yeah. And you can pursue a career in acting. It's, it's, yeah. you know, what, what a blessing that is. That's so cool. Well, now with, with that, with the pursuit of acting, what were some of the challenges, like specific challenges that, that came across your path, you know, after Children of Men coming to Los Angeles and then, you know, getting into the world, you know, getting in front of the right people to be cast or getting in front of the right people to be turned down. What, what were some of those challenges? One of the challenges that I definitely felt was being ethnically diverse. Mm. There weren't very many roles. And those roles, you know, first of all, they would think that they would want an ethnic person. And then it would change and it wouldn't go through. And I definitely feel that actually just this past year, it's broadened. It can go a lot further, but it's definitely broadened. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I feel like now ethnically ambiguous is great. Like to be considered an ethnically ambiguous, like you, like they're casting that all over the place now. But I'm sorry, go ahead. So no, they are, but it's not like you're going to have a whole cast that's going to be re- like definitely, um, you know, ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, great that we've got Empire, which sort of kind of gave a doorway for that. Fresh off the boat, which definitely helped. Quantico, which has one of the the biggest Bollywood actresses in it those have definitely opened the gateway to be able to create more roles but i just feel that there still needs to be so much more like more roles to be incorporated Mm. because it's just like you know like a handful rather than just like well why can't we just have like a complete mixture because everyone's really good and like everyone can do like different jobs rather than being very stereotyped like the south asian guy has to be the tech nerd you right. know because it's right. still very sort of stereotype and so i feel that that still needs to be those boundaries still need to be pushed yeah totally i mean it's it's just kind of like you bring if like if i go to a comedy club like a comedy show with with my asian buddy it's kind of like the comedians all night long are like oh wait you you must be really good at math right right <laughs> it, it's, it's just kind of a, it's just kind of it is it is what it is which is interesting but you know it's it's a, i think it's a discussion for like another time but you know, sometimes it, it's just kind of as an actor, you, sometimes you, you sort of need to embrace those stereotypes at times and, and shoot for it. But then at, at the time, at the same time, it'd be so cool if we could we could be who we really are. Right. Also. Right. But, but or, also- you're, or like you've got you've got great talent and being an actor, it's about, you know, being able to have versatility and being able to right. sort of like step into different shoes because you're creating different things. Not just like, oh, you have to be pigeonholed and and that's where you have to stay because of the way that you look. 
Right, right. Well, I, I, you know, I, I think also as an actor, it's because I'm an actor as well, and I think it's one. It's also our job, you know, to change the minds of the casting director, to change the minds of the producers or the writers, you know, to say, wow, you know, you brought this into the room, and you may not have been what I was looking for, but you are it, you know, where you you create that character that you are automatically just it. Yeah, if that just that. keeps happening more and more and more. That's great. So a lot of our audiences, you know, are, are actors or entrepreneurs or filmmakers. What's some ad- career advice you would give for the up-and-coming or beginner actor? Well, if it's for any actors that are, are fresh coming to L.A., the first thing that I would say is to have a few trips over and to get a feel of the place because it's a whole complete different kind of market. And obviously the auditioning process from London to what it is in L.A. is very, very different. And I feel that before people really make a move over, it's it's just sort of understanding the different territory that you're in and the logistics of how it works and really understanding the business ethos model of, of how things work here compared to um, how it works in your own town. Um, that's one of the biggest things. I also think as well, you know, that the things you need to invest in yourself. So if you're coming to the American market, you're going to be in the American market, which basically means that you need to have like some of your tools, like pretty polished, like your American accent. Don't waste time on not sort of perfecting it in your own hometown. That's one of the most vital things that a lot of actors lose jobs on is by not having the accent polished. Mm-hmm. I also think it's really about understanding as an individual who you are as a brand and where you fit. Because if you understand that, then you can almost, when you have people looking after you, um, your reps, it's like you all want to be on the same page. So if you're getting loads of castings for something you don't feel that you're appropriate for, then it's like, well, why do you feel you're not appropriate for? So it's really about homing in on what you, how you feel people perceive you. Because that's very, very important. And that sort of goes into the category of branding and how and your marketability. And I think as well, it's it's sort of understanding how things work in L.A. when it comes to representation, because there's a difference in terms of a manager and an agent and why you need a lawyer and then why you need a publicist and, and why your team just keeps growing, growing, growing and and the validity of why all these aspects are so important and um so i just say to any actors that that you know just ask questions always ask questions because the more knowledge that you're soaking up by asking questions to people the more it's going to help you be yourself just soak it up hey welcome to our commercial break woo hey guys yeah we're going to take a quick break from tamina sunny to just tell us you a little bit about who we are as a company. Yes, we are LA Reels, an original film production company making original content for you, the actor. That's right. Uh, If you're an actor, uh, you probably know that you need a demo reel to show casting directors, agents, producers, what your skills are and what you're capable of. Yeah, sometimes it's hard waiting on that footage when, hey, just get it produced now and get exactly what you want. You come in here, you chat with us, Every scene is unique. Every scene is original just for you. And we are filmmakers at heart. So, you know, we put our TLC into making sure that every scene is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. So check out some of our stuff at LARails.com. And for now, let's uh, jump back on the show. That's right. Woo! You kind of riled some questions in me from, uh, <laughs> from, from what you just said. So the LA model, 
I mean, and how it works. Like, do you have any specific insight into the LA model and how it works in terms of for the casting process for the actor? So basically the casting process here, it's, you know, you don't get very much time to be able to have material until you go in and you just have to nail it. And the thing that I've definitely realized is that as an individual, you are so unique. So when you go into that room, and this is what I sort of touched on at the very, very beginning about being yourself, because the majority of times you're going to get hired for what who you are and what you bring into the equation, which is you just being you, rather than you creating some character in a really, really short space of time that might be generic because everyone else might be doing it because the casting breakdown might have like three adjectives of of a personality that everyone's going to kind of keep bringing in. And right. so to me, it's like the importance of actually just being you gets you hired because you are very, very unique. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And then that's, that totally is. It's something that when we, when we have clients coming in all the time, it's just, it, we never write one scene that's going to be the same. Every single client has their own goals and their own branding and their own vision of where they want to take their career. Yeah, and their own energy of like where they are, like what they're doing, and that you you know you always when you when you meet people when you go into a room you you're always bringing that in with you, and you don't realize that you do. So right. instead of just sort of shutting it off, just own it, like own who you are, enjoy being you, right. because at the end of the day, that's what people are going to like as well, and that's why you're going to get hired. That's great. I love that. How much of a of a of a forward plan do you think like someone moving in from another country it to is LA essential it really really is because without a visa you're not going to be able to work unless unless you are someone who's really lucky and fortunate who already has secured like great representation where you're going to be going into like network projects um network meaning studio studio projects for movies and television where for that particular project, they really like you and they sort your visa out. Amazing. Like hats mm -hmm. off to the people that it's happened to. Well done. Right. right. But, but that's, I mean, that's few and far between. Else, Very few and far between. Right. right. It's the yeah. whole rigmarole of what do you do? How do you do it? Like who, who does it? How much does it cost? What do I need? Like all these things that one doesn't really understand. And it's really about you creating a bumper pack of who you are within your career yeah. um, to the point of where you are right now and why you would be an asset to be working within the American market or within right. the American economy because that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's about you saying that I'm great and if you have me, I'm going to be booking this, this, and this and that's what's going to happen. Right. And I think it, it almost gives you this sort of like this underdog sort of uh, – courage to to keep going and 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 because you have a challenge that you know american uh, actors don't have and so it, it sort of forces you to say you know hey if i don't put 110 percent into this then i gotta go home you know it's it's funny i have i have many friends who are who are actors you know from out of the country who had to go through the whole visa process and i mean it's tough enough just to be an actor but then to be an actor and then having to go through that process and, you know, you get a visa for six months and then you have to go through the process all over again. And at the same time, you have to do the process of the marketing and the branding and, and you have to be in training and you have to be communicating with all the people that you're trying to network with. You and know, it's, the other it's, thing as well is it's like majority of actors go for the O-1 visas. 
And, you know, the, the downside of that, and I'm not sure whether it's changed, but half of the studios don't take that. They just prefer you having a green card. So then it's like, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I need a green card and not an O-1 visa. Ah. So that's another hurdle that people don't realize or understand. And so, you know, it's 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 almost like you've got so much battling against you. It's like being a salmon, like just trying to swim upstream. It's like, oh, <laughs> totally. there's another car that's pushing me back. Oh my God, let me yeah, try and get yeah. through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but you come out so strong on the other side. Totally. Well, so, you, well you do. It just kind of, you know, every I guess everything's character building. The majority of actors who are from different places in the world have had to, have gone through that process. And so, you know, everyone's really friendly out here. So it's not... Like if someone asks me about visa things, I just like sit them down and I'm like, okay, this is this is what you need. So, you know, my advice is for anybody who is in England or Australia or in Europe or anywhere where they would need a visa to work is that if you're doing any projects or working on anything in particular or have any acquaintances within the industry who have clout, directors, actors, producers, executive producers, to basically start creating a bumper pack of information that can help you in the process. And that is like you get letters from people that you've worked with or people who have clout within the industry. Um, That is any projects that you've worked on that has any media attention, any write-ups, any reviews. You just kind of start collecting it, collate it. You know, the internet is just there at your fingertips put the project in. I'm sure there's loads of information on it. Any PR that's happened with the individual, just just print things out like you're collecting stuff. So that can start now. If right. someone's even thinking about coming next year, why waste time? Just, you know, just basically touch base. They give lots of consultations, immigration lawyers, entertainment lawyers, touch base with them. They're able to sort of, you know, give you a, a sort of outline of the things that you would need and just start working on it. So when you're out here, you're already in the process of making it happen rather than having to wait God knows how many weeks or months for it to sort of get into process. Right, right. I mean, so there's a lot, but it's like it's pre it's pre-production. It's basically preparing exactly. well before said. you even get get here. Yeah. Um now now a question. Now you mentioned having, you know, putting your team together, having a great lawyer, a great publicist, great representation. First, two questions, two part question. First, when is it time for an actor to get a lawyer and to get a publicist? And second, how do we know and how do we reach out and and capture the great representation? So, okay, there's quite a few points to that. First of all, if you just have a manager and you have a good manager, the manager can only do up to a certain amount of contracts um, when you start booking jobs. After that point, if you don't have an agent who are allowed to take the legal process further and do your deals, then you would need to have a lawyer in place to work in conjunction with the manager. Now, because it's the entertainment industry, everyone has relationships with everyone else in terms of, you know, people have worked with people again and again and again. They already have existing relationships. So usually when you are within, you know, you've got a manager or you've got an agent, you're they're going to have contacts that will be like, OK, we'll meet so and so and just see how that goes. So you can get to sort of like widen your team in a way. 
Usually people would get a publicist when they're working on a project that feel would be great to be highlighted. And um, so the publicist would churn away and get you as the individual as much exposure within the media for that project, using that as the base. And so that's just you becoming more known to the ethos of the world in a way. Right. How do you get better representation? The more you do, the more trust that you have and people keep on working with you, the, the more talent that you keep resonating, people are going to pick you up. Like you'll get known. And, and I think that's just a matter of time for, for a lot of people. A lot of existing people, um, actors in England already have like decent representation that already have like good representation relationships out here. So usually they tie, you know, tie it all up and start working with the client. There's just so many different avenues and different ways around this that there's not one particular way like it should happen, this, that, and the other. It's just about the team that you have. Once the opportunities are there, it's about landing those opportunities and just keep working and just keep shining and sparkling. (laughs) Yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's almost like a like a ripple effect. Like once you start moving in that direction, it just kind of it, it, it ripples out from there, and and the people see that and they recognize that, and they want to they want to be by your side and and be a part of what you've got going on. As, as long so as you're true. shining and sparkling, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think one thing I I would love to just kind of I mean I feel like we we literally just touched on it the the whole networking thing. So what I would love to kind of get into a little bit more is is the whole idea that we talked about at the beginning of, of training and and sort of like how often do you train sort of what happens when you feel like you're growing out of a, of a school? What happens when you get an audition? So, of course, there's different teachers for different things. It's really about knowing what you are lacking or what you want to be better on. So, for example, if someone feels that they're not booking as much as they could when the opportunities come, then you would want to work with an acting coach who specializes more with auditions and how to make the best choices in the short space of time that you have for, for that audition. So you're going to resonate and get a call back and hopefully land the job. There are some people who, um, who just want to do scene work and that's great because, you know, they might already be good with auditions. And so they might feel that once they land the job, they want to kind of do more in sort of like evolving and playing with the character, etc., to be able to bring more to the table. Because when you think about it as well, majority of TV shows, because it just works so fast, they don't really know the direction of what's going to be happening to the characters, where it's going to be going. So everyone's kind of a little bit in the dark. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, you as an actor have to be very sort of, fluid with that too so if something comes up it's like how are you going to utilize it what is the best what else can you add it's like cooking what other ingredients can you add to the pot to make this like a really really good meal and so it's also like going and buying a pair of shoes all those shoes aren't going to be comfortable that you're going to try on but there's going to be a pair that's going to fit and I think once you find that acting coach who really sort of um, resonates with you and gets the best out of you, you know, that's stick with them. I've studied just, with, I've studied with so many act, different acting coaches out here. And for the last 
year or so or last couple of years, I, I haven't as much because I've just sort of liked what I've been sort of bringing into the room and just sort of owning who I was and just sort of being more playful in terms of me right. that I've kind of, I've liked it. Ah, yeah, you've been you've been just throwing out all these great analogies, you yeah, know, the, the, the <laughs> shoes and the and the pot of stew. Well, yeah, and what this is the quote of the day. What other ingredients can you add to the pot to make this a really really good meal? <laughs> Man, yeah, that's fantastic. That, that's going. And you know, it's go- really about knowing yourself. Yeah. yeah, because once you know yourself and know what you're capable of, then that's more than half of of the trick. Now, now, question about about knowing yourself and kind of touching back on branding a little bit, and and even touching back on stereotyping a little bit. I mean, do you feel like, in a way, like like knowing yourself? Like I know, because I I'm I'm kind of dorky. I'm kind of that techie kid. I would play that computer geek, which is kind of a stereotype, which is kind of a brand for me. You know, I mean, does 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 that kind of touch with itself? You know, with the stereotyping, branding, knowing knowing yourself. You see, the the thing about so. I, I haven't personally worked out whether that's a pro or con, but here's the thing. If that's what's going to get you work and get you highlighted, then you utilize it because that's right. what's working. And one, see, how I see it is this industry works on trust. So the more that you work, the more that people know you, they're going to hire you again, you again because they like you. And mm-hmm. so you may have played that techie geek person, you know, the first couple of times for them, but because you were so good at it and they really liked you and they enjoyed you being on set, et cetera, you're probably going to get thrown different roles to play. Right. And you know, so that's, that's the beauty of it. It's like, okay, you start from one place, but where can you take it? Right. It's so true. You become this master at one, and then once you get that that plate spinning at its full capacity, then you can move to right. the next one. And, and yeah, because people so, believe in you more, and and because you're always sort of proving yourself. Right. right. So really, use make it easy on yourself. Use the assets that you have readily available, and then build upon those. Right. Absolutely. And a lot of that stuff really, I mean, it translates outside of acting too, and just like in just day to day business. Because you know, personally, I, I do acting more on like a once in a blue moon kind of thing. But running the business, it's it's just it's the same thing. We can we look at one area of the business that that needs a little work, and we say, cool, let's let's fix this. Once that's once that's running smooth, then we move to the next thing. And and instead of trying to get everything done at one time, we can just focus and say, cool, let's let's pieces. handle this. Get that organized get that compartmentalized and then move to the next yeah it's very much about having like being aware you know like you've got to kind of step outside your own or bubble your own periphery and just kind of look in and and go okay let me be objective what do I feel is working right now what's not um how can you know what adjustments do I need to make how can I communicate more with my team how can you know manage your team how what what's the current temperature of what's on like on TV, et cetera, what would I be good for? How it's always about sort of keeping your finger on the pulse, reading the, um, the trades that go out every day, variety, Hollywood reporter deadline. There's always kind of like showing, um, telling you, you know, the new showrunners, this new project, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So really sort of understanding the industry that you're in because it's an industry, it's a business. And if you fit into that, then it's about you knowing and understanding that if you play a key role in that, then you have to know about everything. Yeah. 
I really love that. Like being, being, having your finger on the pulse is, is, is key. And I think like today there's no excuse with, with all the social media out there, with all the, the resources, like you were mentioning, like the whole backstage articles. And I mean, there's no reason to not like keep yourself fresh and keep yourself. Yeah. We can always, know we can always make on. an excuse. It's easy to make an excuse, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, if you really want you to do it, then you can do it. Um, so that's really what, what I sort of, you know, say to people, it's like the information is there, just read it, take it in and run with it. Love it. Read it and weep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Awesome. Nice. Well, I think we're, we're going to slowly start wrapping up. Um, do you have a, well, I've got one thing that I would love to just kind of get some, some practical, on. practical yeah. tips and tricks or some insight on social media. It's kind mm. of a, it's, it is a big big thing now right and and, um, and and what what aspects specifically do you use and, and how do you leverage your social media i have a um a facebook page that's just solely for for my acting mm-hmm. so it's more about if i'm at events or if i'm working on a project etc then i would put like things in the feed i guess i could do more of it <laughs> yeah, I think um but one just gets like busy you know trying to sort of churn out and an audition etc etc but that is a tool that that's you're connected like you're a couple of de- degrees of separation away from your your audience and they love that they want to be part of your world so it's like how do i make myself more available for them and um, bring them into my life so i love instagramming like i i just love pictures i think pictures just say so much more than words right and so i'm an instagrammer and um and so I kind of like, you know, this is my world and this is who Tamina is and da, da 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 And if you follow me, like you're part of my world. I love that. Yeah. Did you ever get in trouble from posting something on Instagram that you shot on set? No, I've always been quite, I've always been very, very, very um, good Careful. about. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> I just was asking and, and just um, never dis- disrespecting or, or never taking a picture with somebody without asking if they're okay to post, et cetera. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, yeah. So respect the boundaries of social media as well. Right. right. That is important. You don't want to be the person that's on set that's always got their phone out and taking pictures. It's, you know, it just it just doesn't look very professional. Right. And right. I know and, we and always want to sort of capture that moment, but... Right. And, you, and you don't want to give away the plot to Argo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. there's always a time and a place for it, you know, and, it, and knowing right. that is, is one step ahead of the battle. Yeah, So cool. Um, let's start, let's, let's close it out. Um, just let's sign off with kind of a, um, a little bit about what you have coming up. Anything exciting, anything down the road? Um, well, I'm working on a, on a quite cool sci-fi independent right now called the Mad Genius Project. So I've been in the middle of filming that and that's pretty cool. It's sort of underground world of, of computer hackers and following this guy, I can't really say too much without giving it away. You, you it know just what? It's cool. I, yeah. I actually, I actually showed Noah the the teaser trailer that they made for this project. Yeah, yeah and, I do remember and that. I actually, I actually, I went on the script breakdown thing and I bought the script. I actually have the script to this, and it's That's awesome. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it, this, it's, it's awesome. I think that is so cool. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So congratulations. That's Thank huge. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the process. You know, just kind of gearing up and getting ready for pilot season because that's imminently around the corner. So working with 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 the team and just sort of reading loads of scripts and really sort of 
you know, eyeing out some some good projects to be able to really target heavily. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think just to prep everyone for pilot season, do you have like a last like call to action before we sign off and say goodbye? Oh my God. It's not going to be a quick call to action. <laughs> That's great. We'll bring it on. Give okay. It to us. So, ready. I mean, pilot season, first of all, if it's, if you're a, a sort of a newbie in LA and your reps, you know, aren't sort of part of the top five, don't be disheartened. It just takes time for the in, for the industry, casting directors, et cetera, to get to know you. So it just might mean a few more trips during pilot season to, to come back out just so people can start to get to know you. And that's why I always think it's essential to to come sort of in the middle and in the fall of, of um, the year just so you can sort of go in and have general meetings and people can just sort of like get to know who you are a little bit. So when it comes to pilot season – and your name is put in front of them, then they will be like, oh, yes, I know this person. Bring them in. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Building building that momentum. um, Building those relationships. It's all about building relationships. You know, trust is just so essential here that when you think about it, it's like someone's next is on the line because they are going on their their intuition that you are the right person you don't right. want to let anyone down but they got to get to know you a little bit and, and there's so many other decision makers in the process as well there really is there really really is and, yeah. and at the end of the day it's like don't be disheartened it's it's like a jigsaw puzzle of an of creating an ensemble group and yes. you know what it's like you could be the most talented amazing actor and they may have gone with someone who's just like so different and far-fetched from you but you know there's sometimes a method to the madness and when you see it on tv it might work it might not you just don't know but you just can't take things personally and i just think for pilot season it's really about you know just you're you're going to be here for a period of time and you know la is a great place to like socialize and network etc but these opportunities are rare and just seize them as much as you can and just put your head down and and just kind of put yourself into full throttle and and make some smart choices and just go in and, and try and nail what, whatever opportunities you get. Awesome. Beautiful. That's, that's a great way to sign it off. Absolutely. So Tamina Sunny, you sure made our day a little more sunny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, thank sure. you so thank much. Thank you for joining us on The Great Hollywood Adventure. And uh, <laughs> we can't wait to see you in The Mad Genius Project. Woo! Yeah. All right. Hey guys, that was an awesome interview with Tamina Sunny. Um, yeah, that was that was killer. Super experienced actress, working and has quite a resume, and just really great insight and a um, lot of fun metaphors and analogies. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. yeah, if you are ready for some poetry, yeah, like go back and listen. And yeah, go, what yeah, other ingredients can you add to the pot to make this a really really good meal? That is just genius. Or like the shoes one. I like yeah. I like the shoes one. It was yeah, like if, you know, like this industry is like a shoe, like a shoe store. You got to try everything on. Yeah, when you find the thing that fits, keep it. Yeah, yeah. And there's different types of shoes. There's sandals and boots, and you know, I don't know, whatever. And, you know, and there's the high heels too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in for uh, Tamina Sunny. Um, you know, you're either listening on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, also keep a lookout for Scramble Movie, which is coming very soon. Um, if you want tickets to our screener, feel free to e- email us at info at Yes, and don't forget to go back and rate this on iTunes. Give us five yes. stars. Don't give us four. Give Just us give six us five or seven. And then oh, wait, write a really good review too because, yes. uh, yeah, that helps us stand out in the rankings and that helps us get 
more people to listen to the show and that makes the industry a better place. And, and and if you love us, like you can, the best thing to do is just to share us with your friends and your mom and that would be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And don't forget too, if you're an actor and you want some good footage, hit us up. Oh yeah, lareels.com. That's lareels, L-A-R-E-E-L-S.com. That's right. If you're an actor, you need some good footage. So we're here for you, baby. Yeah. Ow. All right. Have a good one, guys. See ya. Drive safe.